0: We have UNO Attack at home, which just makes me laugh. It's called UNO Attack. There are versions of the UNO? Yes,
1: Why, because just plain old UNO, no, not (laughs) sexy enough
0: anymore? Actually, I played plain old UNO this past weekend with my nephew and my, my sons and whatnot. Boring.
2: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano.
1: Coming up on 613, Wisconsin State Fair opens tomorrow, and we're getting you set for the fair. Jeff Wagner's Cream puff palooza is on this morning. It's sponsored by The Yard, and Jeff joins us live from State Fair this morning. Hi, Jeff.
3: Vince, I I know Debbie says traffic volume is light. I'll tell you where traffic volume is not light, (laughs) and that is out at the Wisconsin State Fair. I am looking, it's kind of like if you've ever seen the Indianapolis 500, right before they started, the voice comes out and says, ladies and gentlemen, start your engines, and there are all these cars lined up. That is what I am looking at now, a sea of cars. People have been, well, they were lined up when I got here about 5.30 in the morning, because in about five minutes or so, the cream puff truck is here, the milk truck is here, We've got all sorts of people who are lining up, and if you are one of those people that have the receipt to get the free six pack of cream puffs, I am going to be giving it to you personally. It is cream puff-a-palooza. It's our way of saying get ready for the Wisconsin State Fair. This is so very cool. I'm looking at a sea of cars, Vince.
1: You're right out there by the midway too, Jeff. Everything set and ready to go?
3: Well, I, I mean, all, all I'm, I'm right. Oh, yeah, everything's here. Cars are coming in. Uh, the grounds are clean. We got golf carts going around. There's all sorts of activity, of course, because the Wisconsin State Fair opens at 10 a.m. tomorrow, and there'll be a lot of people out here. And we'll be broadcasting live. But today, Vince, it's all about cream puffs, and we're going to start in just a couple minutes, and then I'll check back in with you. I'll give you an idea as to how it's going. But it's looking like a really cool event once again.
1: WTMJ's Jeff Wagner out at State Fair this morning. Cream puff- Palooza brought
2: to you by The Yard. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Behind six innings of solid work from starter Freddie Peralta and a timely hit from Joey Weimer, the Milwaukee Brewers finally bounce back on Tuesday night in Washington to snap their four-game losing streak, beating the Nationals by a final score of 6-4.
0: 3-2 pitch. Line drive, right field, falling
2: fast. It's in there for a base hit. Scoring from third, Monasterio Tarang coming to the plate. Then the throw is up the first baseline from Thomas. Joey
0: Weimer, two out, two runs, single. What an at-bat from the rookie. And the Brewers have played it four with two out in the fourth. They lead this game
2: 5-3. to three. Josh Mauer on the call right here on WTMJ. As Weimer would bring home two runs there in the fourth inning. And Devin Williams... Would later come on and record his 27th save for number. For win number fifty-eight for the brew crew. I thought the Terang and Weimer at bats were, you know, the great at bats, Joey's especially, just fouled off a ton of pitches and really hung in there against a, a tough guy and you know, delivering that blow ended up ending his night. That was just it was just a huge at-bat. The Brewers will look for the series win later today in Washington. Twelve oh five is the first pitch. Coverage will get underway right here in WTMJ at eleven thirty-five. Wade Miley expected to get the start for the brew crew. Over to the NFL, where the Packers held their first full padded practice on Tuesday afternoon, so far in camp there have been some highs and some lows for new starter Jordan Love and the offense. But for the former first round pick, it's all about establishing a rhythm throughout this summer. I, mean, I think it's just that consistency. Um, I don't think we are being consistent in all the rules, you know, in the offense as consistent as we can be in the plays, and um, it just comes down to us being on the same page. And I don't think we have that right now. We're still kind of you know growing, going through those growing pains right now, but. Um, you know, I think there's definitely spurts of it, and uh, it's awesome to see. And then you know, it sucks when we have days where we're just not putting it together. Um, and obviously, you know, there just wasn't a lot of juice out there from us. And you know it's disappointing when you're not able to put those plays together, but we just got to find a way as a whole to you know, come together um, and be able to turn that around right there. And lastly, back over to baseball. As the trade deadline in Major League Baseball wrapped up on Tuesday afternoon, the Brewers adding lefty Andrew Chafin. From the Arizona Diamondbacks in exchange for Peter likely as well as sending off infielder Luis Urias to Boston for minor league pitcher Bradley Blaylock. 6'17", coming up, Justice Janet and her
1: promise to the state of Wisconsin. That story next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Entering the Wisconsin State Capitol Rotunda from the North Gallery. Applause for, at the time, Justice-elect Janet Protosiewicz for her investiture ceremony.
2: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America.
1: Justice How about that? Niece Emma Pro said the National Anthem, or sorry, said the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. There also was the National Anthem and various other pomp and circumstance at the ceremony. I did not see the governor. I did not see him there either. Did he... Is he up to something else? I, can, or? I, can, let's I mean, see typically I can you would think now. the governor would attend. Yeah. Uh, plenty of folks there, though. Standing room only, if you will. Former municipal court judge in Milwaukee, Derek Mosley, serving as MC.
2: So, as MC, it's my job to make sure that everything goes on time. And I'm going to stick to the agenda. In fact, I am so confident that I actually parked on the street and only put a dollar in the meter for one hour. I got one hour.
1: <laughs> Risky business in Madison, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> right. So you had speeches, Eric, from current Supreme Court Justice, Rebecca Dallet, former Supreme Court Justice, Janine Geske, and uh, uh, Protosewitz got her law degree from Marquette University, so you had the dean of the law school speaking as well. Justice Ann Walsh Bradley walked her through the oath of office, first encouraging her husband, Greg, to move a bit closer. So Greg's holding the Bible, uh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, they're about to start... The, the uh, swearing in.
4: Come on in, Greg. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's shy. Not really. <laughs>
2: <Okay>.
1: <laughs> so you heard Protosay okay. oh, he's shy. He's, I'm not, not really. No, I'm not shy. Greg is not shy.
2: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United oh, States of America. I was supposed
1: to get the uh, moment where she actually said the oath of office coming off a highly partisan campaign battle in spring. Justice would's pledging fairness and rule of law.
3: Just as I have throughout my entire legal and judicial career, I am committed to protecting our freedoms and I'm committed to fairness and impartiality in our justice system. It's not only what the people of Wisconsin expect, it's what they deserve and what the oath I have taken demands.
4: Jazz as
1: hell. He it's about a 12-minute speech from the newest member of the state Supreme Court. That was like the, the final thing. One more thing here from Justice Janet Protosewitz on her love for the state and what she believes she owes the people.
3: I look forward to serving you as a member of this court and doing my best to represent a state that I've called home and loved my entire life. I've always believed in public service. Throughout my entire career, I've had only one client, and that is the people of our beautiful state of Wisconsin.
1: It's now Justice Janet Protasiewicz, and the state Supreme Court officially swings, well, unofficially. I mean, like in, in how we view it, again, every one of those justices would tell you they're an impartial arbiter of the law. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> But everyone who knows better breaks it down along ideological lines. Well, so the, when
0: you campaign that way, that's how it's going to go. Right. And, and they, and both they all sides campaign do. that way now.
1: And so you've got the state Supreme Court now in a liberal majority for the first time since 2008 at 4-3. As I indicated previously, the makeup of this court will remain as such for the next couple of years, even if you have an early exit from one of the justices for whatever reason, you would have Governor Tony Evers has mm-hmm. the opportunity to appoint and fill that seat. So. Right. Uh, Him obviously being a Democrat, you'd expect a liberal justice to be installed. Jazzed as hell. Jazzed as hell. We can find out what he was was up to yesterday. Uh, All right, right, Eric's on top of that. Check his itinerary. (laughs) But regardless, I hope you like campaign ads. The next opportunity that conservatives would have to regain control of the court would come in 2025 when liberal justice Ann Walsh Bradley is up for reelection. And then, hope you like campaign ads, because barring the early exit from any of the other justices, we'll have Supreme Court elections, as I mentioned, 25. 26 29 and 30 so we will continue to see a battle for the ideological bent of this court through the end of the decade but the high court is set for the next couple of years a much anticipated return to the mound for a brewers pitcher
0: we've got a preview of afternoon baseball with brandon Snide, sports at six forty five. uno lovers everywhere now have a chance to turn their skills into serious cash that's right. Mattel searching for a chief Uno player to introduce fans to the new Uno Quattro card game. Uno Quattro? Yeah. We have Uno Attack at home, which just makes me laugh. It's called Uno Attack. There are versions yes. of the Uno? Yes. Why, because <laughs> just
1: plain old Uno, No. not <laughs> yeah, sexy well, enough
0: anymore? Actually, I played play, plain old Uno this past weekend with my nephew and my, my sons and whatnot. Boring. <laughs> Uh, the New York Post <laughs> says the person in this role will be responsible for playing the game for four hours a day, four days a week, for four weeks. The part-time employee who will work out of a New York City office will be compensated $4,444 each week to play Uno Quattro and teach the new rules to fans. Who, uh, against whom is this select person playing? That's a great question. We're constantly looking to create new ways for fans to engage with UNOS as their communications people. We're thrilled to offer this position. Who wouldn't want to spend their afternoons playing Uno and, best of all, getting paid while doing it? The main job requirements include a love for Uno. Okay, so you're out. What do do you say say in your job interview? What what are your goals? Well, to play as much Uno as possible. really well. What's your favorite card to play? Um, I like the reverse card. Um, It's been a minute since I even played that. Main job requirements include a love for Uno brand, an outgoing personality to speak with the public and challenge others to play, and the ability to work in New York City. All right, how do we sign up? Fans who think they've got the chops to land the job can apply through August 10th by stitching the video on Uno's TikTok channel that calls for applications. So go to the Uno TikTok channel. 639 on Wisconsin's
1: Morning News.
2: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After losing four straight games, the Milwaukee Brewers bounce back on Tuesday night for the 6-4 win in Washington. Freddie Peralta got the start, tossing six innings and allowing only three earned runs. The Brewers, who trail Cincinnati by half a game in the NL Central, entering the day, will look for the series win later today in Washington. That first pitch is set for twelve oh five. Coverage will get underway here on WTMJ at 11-35. More trouble in college football as Iowa State quarterback Hunter Decker's is among four players linked to a sports gambling probe, including betting on games his team took part in. Decker started all 12 games last season for the Cyclones and was their expected starter for 2023. And lastly, back over to the diamond as Houston Astros starter Frambler Valdez threw a no-hitter in a 2-0 victory over the Cleveland Guardians on Tuesday night. Valdez only needing 93 pitches to toss the 16th no-hitter in franchise history. The Milwaukee Brewers are lining up for what could be a memorable summer. As it sits right now, the Brew Crew are trailing the NL Central leading Cincinnati Reds by just a half a game, while the Cubs, who don't look now but continue to surge, are just four games back themselves. The Brewers, who sit at 58 wins with 50 losses, can probably account for more than half those wins thanks to the strong arms of their starters and the shut down mentality in the bullpen. As it has in years past, the offense has seemingly continued to struggle for most parts of the season. Until, well, now, of course. Without an explanation, what was once the almighty strength of this Brewers team has seemed to become their weakness almost overnight. In Atlanta, where the Brewers just got swept over this past weekend, the offense scored on average six runs over the three-game set, while the pitching surrendered over nine and a half runs per game. The most frustrating part of it all, aside from losing, in each of those games, the Brewers grabbed the lead, only to be followed up the next half inning by giving it up. Unfortunately, that trend continued during the first two games in Washington this week. At one point during the game last night, after getting the lead early, the pitching, once again, you probably guessed it, gave it away making it seven consecutive innings in which the Brewers had the lead only to let it go in the very same inning. With the playoff race as tight as it has been in years past, the Brewers must figure out how to get back to doing what they do best if they want to be serious contenders this fall. If not, an early end to the season may come sooner rather than later. 6.52
1: on Wisconsin's Morning News. Our teammate from 1017 The Truth, Dr. Ken Harris, is in the house this morning. Want to shout out one of your teammates and ours, Melanie Ricks, before we get into stuff today. Mel got promoted. She's going to be the Milwaukee Bucks' new sideline reporter I'm for all the games on Bally Sports Wisconsin, as well as digital reporter for the
4: Bucks' in-house content team. I'm jealous. They could have picked me. We look alike. Did you we're, did we're you same. apply? Hmm. I, well, no. I had to be here. To, no, I'm extremely excited for her.
1: Man, one that of the is, hardest that workers that we have in the building. Absolutely. She's been with the Bucks for many years. You've seen yep. her as an in-game yep. host, yep. And once in a while on TV. Super yep. talented. Now she's not Crazy leaving though, talented. right?
4: She's going to keep her show. What are asking Nothing for? Nothing but the
1: truth. You're think, in charge think, over there, I aren't you? I
4: think Melody Rick should be on your show tomorrow.
1: <laughs> okay. She'll hate me for that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right. You've just nominated Mel for an early wake-up I'm going to nominate Mel for early wake-up
1: Hey, I want you to put your uh, former Milwaukee Police Lieutenant cap on as well as the guy who's uh, worked in security as we get on the front end here of State Fair. The 11-day run of the fair yep. kicks off tomorrow. Yep. We've had some festivals this summer that have had security concerns and issues. We've yep. had some that have gone off. Without a major hitch. What's the difference?
4: I think the difference is the expectation that you set. Um, There's some internal things you have to do as well. But I think by and large, some of the policies that occur at these places at the end, sometimes money tends to drive what they do. And so if you want more people, so your attendance will be up this year. And at the end, you kind of just come up with ways to. Get people in the door, but you don't really have the the force as in security force sure. to really handle a crowd that big. So if you don't have the bandwidth, can you are
0: there other options like curfews or limits on who can come in and
4: when and with adults or without adults? Yes. All of the above. And they have all of the above. Yeah. I think what, what happens is like everybody in, you know, America, you want to make money. And so you tend to soften some things. But in the end, it just gets out of control. It's every every last day is out of control. And I have some ideas on how to fix it, but I don't think anybody's listening. Why so. not? Well, because um, it's just one of those culture things, right? I'm from MPD. A lot of people are not from MPD. So there tends to be just an understanding. You know, they, they like to call MPD the... You know, the, the the state of Milwaukee, they do everything their own way, right? That's okay. because it works, right? We're used to dealing with crowds, things of that nature. So I think with a few tweaks, that last day could, could be better. But by and large, they've done a phenomenal job at security, making sure everybody's safe going in, going out. We haven't had any instances of, you know, issues with people uh, fighting to a point where someone, you know, got arrested went to jail got injured we're going to have a big trial none of that since the mayor left and you know got beat up in west and Dallas. even that occurred outside the grounds and even that occurred outside the grounds and so they do a phenomenal job at hospitality and entertainment you know because you're there for the people and and if there's anything they do great that's what they do great you know you have metal detectors
1: i can't remember when they arrived at wisconsin state fair and mm-hmm. many of the festivals as well uh, that at least Even if you have some beefing that goes on and the midway tends to be a magnet for that. Uh, If you have something like that, at least you're dealing with fights
4: and not shootouts. And the police are at the gate. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the one of the changes that were subs can get the word out subsequently made where. Just the presence of an armed police officer in uniform causes people to think, am I really going to like you'll have people stop and go, oh, I have concealed carry. I got to go back to my car. You know, things things of that nature. So it's it's worked out well. For real, people, people <laughs> oh, come oh, with a sidearm so and well, are like, oops, I forgot. But you have to remember, you're so used to carrying it. I suppose. For years that it's just part of you. You feel almost weird not having it. So it's like wearing pants without a belt. Right? Well, I guess we can't say that to young people here today. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, it's like wearing pants without a belt. You know?
0: Hey, changing Go gears sure. quickly. Could I ask? Seven ninety four has been talked about a lot. That um, stretch so. there from the Marquette to the lakefront. Yep. When will it be removed and what's your
4: take? I say don't remove it. I think it's the dumbest idea we've we ever had. But
0: we assume it's going to be they're, removed. They're gonna right?
4: remove it because they're gonna build up more high rise apartments that people in the city can't afford. I don't I don't really understand how that's gonna help the city. Tax wise, you just taxed us two percent. Like what else do you want? It, it just makes no sense to me. You say people in the city can't afford,
1: but somebody's going to live in them,
4: so yeah, now they're in those, the city. but most of those people are going to move from the suburbs to the city. So you don't want us? No. <laughs> Why not? Because it's my city. <laughs> well, but then I come here, and go, I become a part of city. Go to Greendale, and Greenfield, and Green Oaks, you and Greenway. If bah! you ever left, you're gone. You can move downtown. Ken Beat wants it. you out. Yeah, but I'm in the city. Don't ever come back. And don't let the door – well, I guess you can't say that about a city. Don't let the door hit you in a – (laughs) Wow. Dr. Ken
1: Harris, our teammate from 1017 The Truth. Thanks, man. Always fun.